Hello, Dr. Sage's office. How may we be of service? Oh, okay, Dr. Connors. I'll see to it. Oh no, that'll be fine. Chief Stacy won't be needing... I see. I'll give him the message. Uh-huh. I'll let him know too. You bet. Good morning, Monica. Busy morning? Good morning, Dr. Everett. Yeah, so many calls. You'd think these days people would start trying to be better at being safe. Are there any appointments I can take off your desk? Knock yourself out. Not literally. There has been quite enough of that already. Thanks for the advice. Hmm. Looks like the whole circus is in town. Look at all these weirdos. Whoa! Look at this guy's record. Rhinos, scorpions, and this time it's electric eels? He works at the zoo. Fell in and they got a little nervous. Ugh. That traffic gets worse every day. I almost got knocked down by a bike messenger on my way here. Good morning, boss. Got some cases for you. That many people got hurt last night? It would have been a lot less if Captain Spider had been there. Yeah, she hasn't been around much lately. With her great power... <laughs> Let's change the subject. Um, how about these patients? Oh, right. We might as well save these people, seeing as our resident superhero is missing in action. I'm sure she just needed a vacation. Can we just focus on our work instead of criticizing a very tired and overworked superhero? Sheesh, we weren't finding fault with you. What do you care how we talk about Captain Spider? Eh, I think our time would be better spent on other things, like the radio. We can work and listen to that. I guess we can do that. Great, I'll start it up. It's time for another Scripture Snapshot from Family Life. Go to Nineveh and preach to the people. No way! I'm going to get on this boat here and go anywhere else. Heading to Nineveh? No! I, I mean, uh, no. Uh, how about uh, Tarshish? Sounds good. Yikes, this is a pretty bad storm. Does anyone on this boat have a reason that God might be angry with him? Uh, like, very angry? Well, kinda. Throw him overboard! Eh, uh, no hard feelings, though. Ah! I'm drowning, Lord! Help! I never thought I'd say this, but thank you for letting a giant fish swallow me whole. So, uh, how long am I gonna be here? For the whole story, read the book of Jonah in your Bible. Thanks for joining us for another Scripture Snapshot. Do you mind if I do some work on my truck while you're in here, Sage? Oh, no. Go ahead. It is your garage, Mr. Jacobs. Well, you were just so peacefully reading those comic books, I didn't want to disturb you. That's fine. If you get too loud, I'll just listen to the radio. <laughs> well... I'll try to keep this oil change quiet and without incident then. So, why are you changing the oil again? Oh, just basic maintenance. Oh, right. Basic maintenance. It's just something you do for your car so it stays healthy. I see. So, how does changing the oil do that? If you do want to have your car run smooth, you need to take the dirty oil out and put new oil in. Honestly, I should have done this a long time ago, but I've been putting it off. Well, no more excuses. Time to get it done. Do you need any help? I guess. I don't think it will be as fun as reading comic books, though. That's fine. I can read them later. Ooh, I just remembered. I left a draining pen next door. We can't start without that. I'll be right back. Okay. I guess I can read more comic books while I wait. His truck is in here, so he's gotta be. Mr. Jacobs? Hey, Everett. Monica, you just missed him. Will he be back soon? I think so. He just went next door to get something. All right, we can wait. 
Hey, maybe Sage will want to help us. Yeah, help with what? Today's our church's spaghetti luncheon. Spaghetti what? It's lunch, but all spaghetti and meatballs. And side salads. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's starting in a couple hours, and Mr. Jacobs said that we could borrow some of his tables. Well, spaghetti does sound pretty good. Sure, I'll come eat. Oh, no, we meant we needed help serving spaghetti, not eating it. Oh, yeah. This is kind of a fundraiser to raise money for single moms in the area so they can get food for their families. So we'll just be serving? What about leftovers? Oh, there's never leftovers. Mr. Harmon's sauce is famous in town. Everyone and their moms shows up to get some before they run out. So are you getting paid for this? Nope, just serving pasta. Hmm, I think I'll pass. Aw, come on, it's really fun. If she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to, Everett. Here, let's listen to the radio as we wait for Mr. Jacobs. <sighs> All right. It was a land of paradise. How did you do this? I'll show you. It was a place of wonders. She's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. With creations so astounding, they have captured the imagination of the entire planet. I made this all for you, children. Welcome home. But when something went wrong... Maybe just a bite. Yes, clever girl. Paradise was lost. What have you done? The story of the man who tried to play God. This is all your fault. No, it's your fault. And the God who would become man. My love cannot be contained. My love breaks free. My love finds a way. The Lost World in Genesis. The Bible. Read it again or for the very first time. A message from Family Life. All right, I've got everything we'll need, Sage. Now if, oh, hey, Monica and Everett, how are you doing today? We're good. We were just stopping by to pick up the tables you said we could borrow for today. Tables? You know, for the spaghetti luncheon. Ooh, that's right. You guys said that you were volunteering for it, didn't you? Yeah, we were trying to get Sage to come help. She said she didn't want to, though. Really? I thought you said you were looking for something to do earlier. I didn't say that exactly. Besides, I'm not bored now. I'm helping you change the oil in your truck. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you. But it really isn't necessary, you know. Besides, I've helped at those spaghetti dinners before, and it can be a lot of fun. Then why aren't you doing it? <laughs> Good question. Honestly, I'd forgotten all about it and set aside this time to work on my truck. And he is helping. He's lending us those tables. Yeah, so what do you say? You're not really busy. You can totally help us out. I don't know. I think if God really wanted me to help, he would have made sure I knew about it earlier. Or he knew that you would be here when we showed up so we could tell you about it. You know what? Let me pray about it, and then we'll see what happens. Oh, no. Not that line. I told you not to pressure her. Now she's playing the trump card. The what card? When people don't want to do something, they can usually end the argument by saying they'll pray about it. That way, if they decide not to do it, they can say God didn't tell them to do it. Yeah, I know that. I just didn't know what a trump card was. You try to peer pressure me, I'll have to pull out the big guns. <laughs> well, you know, kids, God tells us in Hebrews 10.24 that we need to encourage each other to do what is right. But in the end, we need to be respectful of their decision. Thank you, Mr. Jacobs. At least someone is on my side. On the other hand, I would encourage you to actually pray about this opportunity, Sage. 
It does sound like a good way to spend your morning, and I would hate for you to miss out. Why you do that, I've got to go get something. Is it another tool for your truck? No, just a script that I wrote a while back. It might help explain. And while you do that, we'll listen to the radio. Garbage. Industrial waste. Carbon emissions. Words synonymous with the consequences of irresponsibility and the destruction of natural beauty. We have been given a beautiful planet to keep clean. Not just for ourselves, but generations to come. We have also been given minds. Minds that can be polluted just as easily. Every day, pride, greed, malice, and bitterness try to seep in. And if we aren't responsible with what we've been given, the damage done can lead to poisonous thoughts, moral decay, and ultimately, spiritual erosion. We all need to do our part to reduce sin's footprint in our lives, renew our minds in Christ, and redeem the time-wasted harboring sinful thoughts. When we all do that, the world will be a better and more beautiful place. A message from Family Life. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes a pretty good drama, The Picky Lifeguard, an adapted biblical teaching about doing what is right. Once upon a storefront, there worked a lifeguard. Actually, I just got this job. I'm really looking forward to it. Getting to sit out on the beach, the wind in my hair, the sun on my face, and best of all, I get a whistle. Hey, no running! You know there's a lot more to your job than that, rookie. You've got to be vigilant. Why, back in my day, we had a saying. Ugh. Copy that, boss. 10-4, over and out. Sorry, that was the coast chief. She's like the head of this section of the beach. Anyway, what were you saying? This lifeguard really enjoyed a lot of the things she got to do for her job. She got to drive the dune buggy. Woohoo! Try to keep up with me, kids! She liked telling people to be safe. Hey, hey, you can't park your truck on the beach. Oh, come on, it's not hurting anyone. In fact, she liked being in charge in general. Okay, everyone, out of the water. It's my turn to swim. You just went swimming 15 minutes ago. Sorry, can't hear you over the sweet surf. Woo! This is ridiculous. But she didn't like every part of the job. Okay, everyone, next week is your first aid and life-saving class. It's required of all of you to renew your license. We'll cover the fee, just take the class. That is all. Ugh, come on. I really don't want to take those dumb classes again. It was hard, and I already know all the stuff. I'm good. No more. Thank you. And so the lifeguard skipped the first aid class. It's not going to be any different than the last four times I took it. And she skipped the life-saving class. Unless people have found a new way to drown, I think I'm good. So after a few days, she showed up on the beach and went to climb up in her chair when she heard a voice from above. Excuse me, ma'am. What are you doing? Oh, hey. You're not supposed to be up there. Actually, I am. I decided to become a lifeguard, so I attended the classes last week. I didn't see you there, though. Hey, new guy. Is that the old lifeguard? <clears throat> that is affirmative, Mother Hen. I have a visual on the personnel in question and can confirm. Do not call me that. Tell her she needs to come to my office, now. I think you're in trouble. Oh yeah? We'll see about that. To cut a long story short, the lifeguard was in trouble. 
she was removed from her position and was told if she wanted to be a lifeguard, she needed to do what was required. After all, there are tons of people who like to boss people around at the beach. If you want to be a lifeguard, you got to follow the program. The moral is, when we are God's children, He has given us specific instructions that the rest of the world doesn't follow. We might prefer to do what we feel like doing and not doing the hard stuff God tells us to do. But if we do that, then God won't use us for His big plans. And trust me, you do not want that to happen. It's time for another Scripture Snapshot from Family Life. Hannah, Paniah, boys, it's time to go to the tabernacle. Boys, let Hannah go first. You know that she's in a hurry to pray for little boys of her own. <laughs> have you been crying, Hannah? I want to have children, my love. I know you do, my Blossom, but cheer up. You have me, don't you? Hofty, Phineas, what are you giggling at? <laughs> this lady out there, she's totally toasted. <laughs> hmm, yes, well, you guys go make a sacrifice or something. Hey, lady, you need to sober up if you're going to come in here. But I'm not drunk, Mr. Priest. I'm just so upset, and I'm begging God for his mercy and his provision. Oh, uh, sorry. Please, my child, go in peace, and may God give you what you have asked for. Find the whole story in 1 Samuel 1. Thanks for joining us for another Scripture Snapshot. And that's the last step. Wait, you're done already? How long did you think changing the oil in a truck took, Sage? I don't know. It's a big truck. Longer than that. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, I have a question about that lifeguard sketch we acted out earlier. Okay, Everett. What's on your mind? I don't think this is where you were going with the script, but it sounded to me like it was teaching that if we don't follow God, then we could stop being Christians. Is that something that can happen? Hmm. Well, that's not what I was trying to say. But there are passages like Matthew 25 and John 15 that warn us that if we say we are Christians but are not doing what God tells us to do, <laughs> there can be some really bad consequences. That's a creepy way to put it there, Mr. Jacobs. Sorry, Monica. But no, the verses I was basing that script on are from when Jesus was talking to his followers in his big sermon in Matthew. He was saying that if we do stuff like love our friends and hate our enemies, it's not that different from being like people who don't follow God. Instead, we need to do things the way He says to, no matter how hard or uncomfortable it makes us. Okay, but how do we know God is telling us to do something? I would say the biggest hint would be reading it in the Bible, Monica. The New Testament especially is filled with instructions and examples of how we as God's children are supposed to live. In fact, Going back to what we were talking about earlier, there's a section in James 2 that talks about how we need to help people who need help instead of just saying something that sounds churchy. Like, I'll pray about it? So what you're saying is, if I hear about something that will help other people, I have to do it, even if it makes me uncomfortable? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying, Sage. There are times when it's okay or even good to not do something just because you heard about it. We all have unique talents, seasons, and callings that God has given to each of us, and they can look completely different from everyone else. However, if we have these gifts from God, we need to be sure to look hard to where God wants us to use them, because if God gives you something, it's so you can share it with others. Yeah, I guess that's true. How long does the spaghetti dinner go for? 
It's a luncheon, and it starts at 10 and goes to 1.30. So it's starting right about now? Oh no, we need to get those tables to the church. Already loaded them into the truck. Jump in, guys. You're a lifesaver, Mr. Jacobs. Time sure does fly when you're talking theology. Pretty sure that's the first time someone's ever said that. Wait for me, guys. You've decided to come too, Sage? Yeah, I can at least help set up the tables. Great, but uh, before I let you in, can I ask you something first? What? Can you turn off the radio for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure.